You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Welcome to this week's edition of the Yarra Basketball Users Group Radio Show for Monday, the 10th of October 2022. We acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional owners of the land from which we transmit people-powered radio. Thank you to Democracy Now! for the last hour of current affairs. My name's Chris and Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio. We're a show about bicycles, cycling, micro-mobility and... Uh, whole bunch of other things. Now, if you remember going back a fortnight ago, I spoke to Pierre about uh, critical mass happening again in Naram, Melbourne. Well, I've got a little bit of catch-up news on that. And also, I should say that uh, we are indeed broadcasting from 3CR Radical Community Radio in Naram, Melbourne, Australia. Now, Going back to uh, Critical Mass that happened on uh, the 30th of September 2022. And Pierre had a chat to us about that. It's going to be happening again. And this time uh, we're going to Sydney Road. Now just trying to bring that up. And it's going to be a, uh, not not the end of the month, but a bit more of a, uh, kind of mid-month sort of thing. So if you just bear with me for one second as the magic of the internet flies through my tiny little phone and gives me the details. I think it shall come up in a minute. Or maybe it won't. But what I'll do is I'll play a uh, announcement that Lisa from Mary Beckbug uh, did at Treasury Place at the conclusion. if they felt safe to do so. Today, we have strengthening numbers, but every day should feel like today. Our city is at breaking point. Our planet is straining. The cost of living is skyrocketing. We are living through a global pandemic and space is as finite as fossil fuel. There is no better time to prioritise our city for people and enable people to move around safely. People want to ride and will if they feel it is safe to do so. Paint is not infrastructure. We need protected, separated infrastructure that gets people safely to the places that they want to go, to the shops, to school, to work. And as Melbournians, we're a proud brunt. Rightfully so, this is an amazing city. But on active transport, as much as I love this city, I'm currently ashamed of it. We are being outclassed and outspent by a conservative government in Sydney that has a clear vision and has put their money where their mouth is, spending $950 million on active transport, on real bike infrastructure. That is nine times what Melbourne is planning to spend. 
and even Perth, the most isolated city in the world, is outspending cosmopolitan Melbourne sevenfold. Our city deserves better. We deserve better. Our state and local governments need to just get on with it and build safe infrastructure to get more people on bikes more often. Thank you very much. And that was Lisa from Mary Beckbug. And uh, the details that uh, you crucially need for that is Friday the 18th of November at 5pm and you're going to be going to Sydney Road. And uh, where is a bit more of the details here? This time we'll be heading north to Brunswick. Campaign for protected bike lanes and accessible tram stops on Sydney Road. More details to come. Yippee. Okay, and uh, today's interview, I'm going to be talking to Phil Latz, and he does the micro-mobility report, and not only that, he has, and he's organising with his organisation, the Micro-Mobility Expo and Conference, and uh, we'll be listening to Phil just after the break. 3CR is about community, and we welcome your participation at the station. 3CR is open to a wide diversity of volunteers and is a great way to connect with Melbourne's activist community. Have you ever thought about volunteering, doing a reception shift, getting a program on air, training in radio skills, or contributing to one of the station's committees? There are many ways to be involved at 3CR. To find out more, go to 3cr.org.au and get in touch. Hi Chris, I'm Phil. I've been involved in bicycles all of my life and being 60 years old that means over 50 years. So I started as a racing cyclist and then when I was 27 started a magazine called Bicycling Australia which we ran for 25 years before we sold it to the current publishers and published a whole range of other magazines. Ran a trade show called the Bicycling Australia Show, which down in Melbourne we used to have at the Royal Exhibition Building in Carlton. Published a whole series of cycling guidebooks, including Where to Ride Melbourne and Where to Ride Melbourne Mountain Biking. And uh, done a heap of other things around bikes, helped set up We Ride Australia and the Cycling Promotion Fund before that. And also founded World Bicycle Relief in Australia on behalf of the global founders of that charity. So. Yeah, I love bikes and I've been in it all my life. Can't think of doing anything else. That sounds like a very fine uh, achievement and ongoing achievement too. And now, over the last couple of years, you've uh, done the the micro-mobility report in Australia. Can you give a bit of an overview of the report? Absolutely. So... Micromobility Report's less than two years old. It's a twice-monthly newsletter. It's free to subscribe. The website is micromobilityreport.com.au. Micromobility is a relatively new term. It was coined by Horace Deju in the USA in 2017. So the definition of it is, is still a bit fluid, and I'm not too fussed about the finer points of what is and what isn't, but I consider it to be all forms of cycling, walking, light electric vehicles, 
e-scooters, et cetera, et cetera. You know, what it's not is about motor vehicles. It's about human scale travel, active transportation, if you like. And it's an incredibly dynamic sector at the moment, given what's going on in Australian cities with e-scooter trials and and the like. And as we've covered on the show, e-bikes, e-cargo bikes, and the mix to like human-centric transport is it's it's pretty amazing in two thousand and twenty-two, and it's been building to this, and I and it's still an emerging sector overseas. It's a hell of a lot more established. You've got a conference and expo coming up. Now, can you just give me a few details about, you said previously that you were involved with the Bicycling Australia show. What's the point of difference here between a bicycle show and a micro-mobility conference and expo? We closed the Bicycling Australia show quite a few years ago, so that that's not still running, mm. unfortunately. But we deliberately call it the micro-mobility conference and expo and not the bike show because we really do want to embrace all the new technology and all the new developments. And that includes bike share and scooter share and delivery. And there's just so many new fields opening up. I think if you're a quote-unquote traditional cyclist, I think it's important to keep an open mind about all of this new stuff. And yeah, sure, there's some teething troubles and we're not non-political in this event we don't we're just the forum for people to have the discussion so we're not pushing any barrow or taking any sides we just want all the leading practitioners from around australia and around the world to be able to get together and discuss what's happening and what's the best way forward so this is happening in sydney a part of that you have the expo of as you said mobility solutions and not so much as you're just picking up, not so much the recreational. It's more the, well, let's say, riding for transport and mobility. We, would that be a, uh, the common so, frame? Yeah, certainly recreational will be there, Rail Trails Australia. Okay. A whole bunch of charities exhibiting. Surprisingly, World Bicycle Relief is our official charity partner. Don't know how that happened, but uh, there you go. So. All, all sorts of cycling for sure, but yes, the core of it is urban transport type cycling. If you're a hardcore lycra roadie, you'll probably be disappointed, and that's why we're putting it right up front with the yep. name as to what the show is and what people can expect so they don't go there looking for something that's not, not going to be there. There's really two reasons I'm doing this show. One is that I'm really concerned about global warming and all the implications of that. And I feel that this is what I can do to play my part to help in that. And number two, as I referred to earlier, being an old guy, I've got grandchildren and my grandchildren live a much more restricted life than I did when I was a kid because they can't have the freedom to roam. And that's something that really breaks my heart. And I think it's the wrong way to bring up our kids in a society like Australia, we should give our kids more freedom and our whole families, you know, people of, of less financial affluence or people with a disability. Not everyone can drive a car and those people are at a disadvantage and micromobility is a great equaliser. So that they're the two key reasons why I'm founding this event. You're listening to 855 AM. sold the car as it's a great uh, leveler and freedom and, and all the rest of it all the packaging that goes around our vehicle marketing it's a huge sector 
But what's been left out is, I think, bigger, is we feel hemmed in and constrained. As you've said, you're doing this as your thing to global warming. The personal mobility of the car has come at a hell of a cost on in so many different levels and the externalities of it. Um, as I like to repeat on the show, we've got to find different and more varied ways of moving about, and ones that are good for us as well. Absolutely. Could not agree more, Chris. Just, just try to talk us through a bit of the structure of the expo at the end of well, was the last week in November. There'll be an expo with three test tracks because a lot yep. of it's about experiencing stuff and riding. But the conference itself will run for two days. You can register for one or two days. There's four themes, making it happen, making it there, making it right, and making it pay. So making it right is about infrastructure, making it there is about transport, making it happen is about behaviour change, and making it pay is a very broad look at all sorts of business aspects. I'd really like to focus in on the making it happen theme because I think that might be of interest because it's really aimed at volunteer advocates. What I'm hoping to do is uh, equip, empower and encourage. I've been a member of my local bicycle user group for many years and been involved in advocacy i know how hard it is bashing your head a brick wall i've been on on our local council uh, active transport advisory group for seven years and it's just a pretty hard job sometimes so we want to really give those people some love give them some tools and so because of that also we're giving very very big discounts to volunteer advocates we've got a, a secret code which i could even share with you which gives you a big discount if you're a volunteer advocate because that's they're people that we really want to encourage. Can you give us like a bit of a breakdown of costs for, for the expo if you're actually turning up on the day or, yeah. as you said, the online component if people are interstate yeah. or overseas? Well, the full conference, two days, full price is $590, yep. which sounds a lot, but it's about half the price of usual conferences like this. But the volunteer advocate code will give you 40% off one day or two day. But then the making it happen theme, which is the advocate theme, if you just want to attend that theme in person, we've got a special price, which is less than half price. So that's $190. Yep. And then if you're in Melbourne, if you can't make it up to Sydney, we're live streaming. We've got professional videographers there and you can do a live stream for only $90. So it's way cheaper again. And that uh, will be interactive. You can still ask questions and fill out the instant surveys and so on. So we're making it as affordable as we can, uh, particularly for volunteer advocates. Talk about some of the speakers that you're going to have. In the Making It Happen theme, we've got Tom Flood from Rovello Creative from Canada. He's actually via video, but he does some amazing creative advertising. I don't know if you've interviewed him before. I had a chat to him early last year. So he's, he's an amazing crossover from the automobile uh, industry, isn't he? Yeah, it's it's a great story. I interviewed him. I do a series called Influencers on the Micromobility Report uh, website, and he has been one of my interviewees on that. We've got a lady called Megan Sharkey who's launching a new grassroots campaign called Better Streets, and um, that will be launched at the event. And she's spent time in London where she was a director of London Cycle Campaign and she was heavily involved in their low traffic neighbourhoods campaign in London, which is, well, it's not, it's more than a campaign, like villages have been changed, town centres have been changed forever for the better through that campaign. So she'll be giving a workshop 
and that would be great. She's just done a PhD on this very topic, as a matter of fact, so couldn't get someone better qualified. Uh, we've got Lena Hooder from 30 Please. We've got Henk Swatow, who's the president of the European Cyclist Federation. So we've got a heap of really good speakers. And then other keynotes, we've got Lucy Saunders coming out from the UK, who's the founder of Healthy Streets. And we've got Oliver Bruce, who's micromobility.io, that runs the Micromobility America and Micromobility Europe conferences, plus the podcast. So he's he's from New Zealand. So we've got absolutely outstanding top level. It's been un unbelievable the uh, response and demand for speaking slots has been just totally gratifying trivia's back baby dunby law's legendary trivia night returns friday the 21st of october at collingwood town hall expect an evening of sparkling wit cunning competition and of course the glorious glory of sweet sweet victory Will it be yours? You'll have to come along to find out. Is this your first year? Welcome! You might just be the best among us, but you'll have to strut your stuff to prove it. Let's get together to raise much-needed funds for the incredible 3CR Community Radio. 3CR is 100% community controlled and relies on annual fundraising to keep its amazing local content on air. Book individually or register a team of up to 10 people for Done By Law's Trivia Night. Tickets available online. Follow the links from the 3CR website, 3cr.org.au. And you're listening to Yarra Bosco Users Group Radio on Community Radio 3CR. And uh, just in the middle of doing an interview with Phil Letts from the Micro Mobility Report. Yeah, because uh, Lena and Megan have also, Lena I should say, have been guests on the show with our 30 Pleas and Megan yeah. doing incredible work during the COVID lockdowns with the UK with low traffic neighbourhoods and, and some of the things we had in Australia, like we had Making Space in Yarra, the city of Melbourne doing their rollout of protected bike lanes. It's an incredibly dynamic sector. It's not just bikes. Do you have any like walking advocates or? We do. Uh, oh, we good. do because this conference includes the Australian Walking and Cycling Conference, which is held every year, but every second year they've been having it somewhere other than Adelaide. So this year that conference is part of this. Also, okay. there's an organisation called CWAN, Cycling and Walking Australia New Zealand, and they're having their first face-to-face -face meeting in three years thanks to COVID at our conference as well. So that's part of this so we've got Professor David Levinson from the University of Sydney, who's a, a driver of Sydney Walks. Uh, he'll be presenting, and and we, yes, we definitely do have walking as part of the conference. Good, yeah, because I remember talking to I think Sarah Stace, I think in mm. two thousand and twenty-one about Sea Walk, yeah. which is if, if people aren't really aware, there used to be an Australian Bicycle Council and a whole array of different things at a federal level and I think Seawalk is the kind of like a representative or the replacement sort of organisation because we used to have, like I said, the Australian Bicycle Council and I could probably go into a whole bunch of detail that really relevant at the moment but yeah, we have new and emerging groups in that yeah. space. Yeah, no, it's a very dynamic group and Sarah, you mentioned, she's actually speaking as well along with Fiona Campbell who's very well known yep. City of Sydney 
she's also running hosted facilities tours. So people will have uh, e-bikes supplied and helmets supplied. So if people can make the trip up, they can have a guided tour with Fiona and see some of the worst, but also some of the best and some of the about to be installed projects. There's a lot happening in the city of Sydney itself right now. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I mean, I can't help but just bring up the difference between Melbourne and Sydney. I mean, Sydney, you have, for want of a better expression, got a relatively hostile road environment and you know, a very constrained geographical sort of thing. In Melbourne, it's perfect, but we've got a lot of political... <sighs> seems a hell of a lot of roadblocks here. We've mm. finally, after probably a decade, if not more getting bike lanes along St Kilda Road. I know, just in time for the election. Interesting, isn't it? Oh, it's been on and off for a very long time. And the the problem we've had with the 100 kilometres of pop-up bike lanes between Vic Roads and Department of Transport, and it's come down to a really awkward imposition between who gets the say of when it's built and it's the councils and unfortunately councils are full of politics and we've seen some pretty appalling outcomes in Melbourne where invariably the residents are the ones losing out. People who want to move through their area by a different means other than car are the ones losing out and Julie from Port Phillipburg brought this up when I spoke to her about a month or two back and it's just we've got to really look you know like you were saying in part of the conference of make it happen i mean how can we get past some of these political roadblocks yeah because port phillip have seen uh they're, mm. they're, they're removing bike lanes i mean okay it's a trial and we can understand the you, know, you, you learn from the iteration of it but it's just really quite um galling to see this happen absolutely it is and i remember when the college street uh, lane was ripped out in sydney i was part of protests on the ground when that was happening and it was just such a diabolically bad decision fortunately that one's going back in but yeah the making it happen theme is about giving people tools there's a lot of people with goodwill who'd like to do something but they're not quite sure what to do and what's the most effective thing so let's give tools in the hands of those people and so that they can be more effective with the time that they do want to put into it that's the key You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, 855 AM, on digital and online, 3CR Radical Radio. Something I found really interesting in this space too, that as you're saying, there's people with very good intentions and a lot of enthusiasm, energy and resources. And then invariably, the people I've talked to for a very long time, they almost feel like they need to be given by some unidentified <laughs> authority or, or someone. They almost need to be given permission. It's a really strange thing. Outside our uh, social circle, outside our family, outside our professional thing or what we're employed in, outside of that, volunteerism, um, people get a bit confused and they feel like they need a bit more, you know, either permission or... It's a strange thing. Because volunteerism is really big in Australia, but advocacy, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've got any thoughts on that. It's always hard work. There's always going to be a few in every club or group that, you know, are the real workers and so on. It's always it's always a struggle, but I think, I think you know, networking and mutual encouragement, we're trying to be as inclusive as possible. I, I think that's important. 
you know, you've also, I always say it's a marathon, not a sprint. You know, I've been involved. I, I first took part in a demonstration in Adelaide where I grew up about bikes and bike lanes when I was about 16. So that's about, let's get the decades right, 44 years ago. And it's been going, ever. you know, that wasn't the first thing that would have ever happened. But, you know, we've been going for 40 plus years at this and we, we just need to, you know, not give up. We just need to keep going. And at this point in time, it's incredibly important that we have access and resources and advocacy around different ways to move. It's more important than it's ever been. It's absolutely critical. And we've got these tailwinds of the new technology. You know, electrification is a real game changer, whether it be an e-cargo bike or that mums can take their kids to school or, a, you know, food delivery bike or a e-scooter or whatever it might be it's a real game changer and and it, the the new money that's come in as a result of that is important because it, it you know governments listen to jobs and and money and so on yeah industry is getting bigger and that's important so we need to get everyone together in the tent you know with that people from we can't be too divided into our little sectors and oh i'm just a gravel rider or i'm a roadie and i'm i'm this or i'm that no we're not even cyclists. We're people who ride bikes or people who ride sco scooters. That's what we are. And we've just got to remember that and just overlook whatever slight differences of opinion we might have and focus on what we've got in common. With the actual expo, it's the end of November. 25th and 26th, which is a Friday and a Saturday. Yep, and it's nine till five both days. And just give just give us some of the details of like our website and people, how people can get in contact and that sort of thing. Uh, micromobilityconference.com. So just .com, no AU on the end. Or if they go to micromobilityreport.com.au, that has a link right at the top to Micromobility Conference. And also if I can give you that secret code, which won't be so secret anymore, but if you're a volunteer advocate, uh, it's all capital. It's case sensitive. It's VOLAD, which is short for volunteer advocate. So it's V-O-L-A-D. And that will get you 40% off anything you want to do as far as as in a, a full one day or full two day. Or if you just want to do the making it happen theme, which is designed for volunteer advocates, that's already there as a standalone if you just want to do that theme uh, for less than half price without without needing the code. Fortunately, we've had really good sponsorship for this event, and one of our sponsors is Giant through their urban e-bike brand, which is called Momentum. So we've got two Momentum e-bikes to give away as door prizes one each day. They're worth $3,999 each. Now, that is only for people in the room. We'll be drawing it and giving those bikes out in the room. So, that, unfortunately, that's not for people on the live stream. But if people can make it up there, there's pretty good odds to win one of two $4,000 bikes, which is a, a great prize. And you've got all those keynote speakers as well. I mean... Indeed. Yeah, ah, oh, sounds fantastic, Phil. So just in closing, what would you like to say to your potential audience coming along to uh, the Expo and Conference? I, I just really love to welcome you there. I know it's a big commitment if you are in Melbourne, you've got, to, you've got to travel, but hey, maybe you've got relatives there that you can, long lost relatives that you can couch surf with or something, who knows, but um, 
But if you can't if you can't make the trip, then we we really are spending on top quality videography. We're going to have three cameras in each room, so both themes are going to be live streamed, and uh, you you should get a good quality live stream. So yeah, that's that's an option as well. But uh, yeah, we just love to see you there. That's fantastic. Thank you for speaking to us today, Phil. Thanks, Chris. I really appreciate what you're doing. Okay, that's all I've got time for today. Thank you to Lisa from Mary Beck Bug for the uh, allowing to uh, use some of the audio from her speech at Treasury Place at the uh, conclusion of Critical Mass on the 30th of September. Thank you to Phil Latt's micromobility report uh, talking about the upcoming conference and expo and that's at uh, Ranwick Racecourse in Sydney. Okay, um, I hope you are all healing up and um, recovering from from yesterday's I think first around the bay in the day for at least two, three years and it was cool but lovely conditions to kick off uh, a bit of a jaunt around the bay. I had a 300 kilometre option this year so wow and uh, just to keep an eye on the weather. Many of us in the inner north and elsewhere around Melbourne noticed uh, quite a bit of flooding last week and now apparently on Thursday there is a 25% of 45 millimetres so It's something for users and particularly road user authorities like councils and road uh, Vic Roads to have a think about that sometime contour lines along creek uh, valleys aren't really the best way to get around, especially when we have a very uh, variable and dynamic uh, environment, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, just keep an eye on later in the week for any more potential flooding around uh, Melbourne and Victoria. Anyway, our podcast should be up later today. All of us on 3CR announces our volunteerism. The station stays on air thanks to your donations and subscriptions. So go to 3cr.org.au and look for subscribe, donate and or fundraiser option. And uh, also keep an eye out on the podcast. We have a podcast up there soon or at our mirror site, which is yarrabug.org forward slash radio. Thank you for listening today. Up next is Shebop, followed by Black Block. CR would like to thank our Yarrabug program sponsor, Backrose Second Chance Cycles, for their financial support. Second Chance Cycles is a fantastic community workshop that recycles bikes, trains people in bike mechanics and sells bikes to the local community. If you have a healthcare card, they'll give you a bike free of charge. To find out more, search for Vacro online or drop into the underground car park, Harmsworth Street, Collingwood, any Thursday or Friday. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.